welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Hope you're all well. Oh, I've got my hat. Ah, day off the hat. She needs a rest. Brilliant hat. Um, very happy with them. I've got to order some more. I'm going to do some 34 media ones of these. Um, I've just been planning them out and I'm going to chuck them in the budget. So I think they're definitely on the cards. Definitely going pucker hats again. Uh, they're fantastic. Uh, I got them for the fishing team. 40 degree heat, sweating all day fishing. Uh, really come up really, really good and they've been an awesome hat. So if you are looking for a hat, check out Pucker. I know everyone's sort of, I'm a new era guy too from baseball uh, from all my years in playing that sport. But uh, so you sort of get locked into that, I guess like uh, cameras and tech and Apple and Canon and all that, you get locked in that. But sometimes it's worth trying the opposition out. Definitely worth a crack. Right, now last night I did sit down and try to get in some photos and I just couldn't get into the, the groove. Um, I know if you if any of you have done photography out there and, and you when you go to edit your photos and you want to um, it's it's sometimes it's just blah. <laughs> um so any sort of creative if you're a painter or if you're a, a woodworker or anything like that, some days you just I, I whacked the headphones in. I tried all my normal music that I normally get going. Would have been good if I had a, could have had a glass of red wine, but um, our site, mine site that I work at, it's only mid-strength, and the wine is crap, so you wouldn't even pay the money, and they charge you, like, uh, restaurant prices for crappy mid-strength wine, so it's not even worth trying. And you and if you get if you blow zeros you lose your job so it's definitely not even worth it. So I tried a few things. I had a look and I've I've got a few photos. I know I've got stuff there. I can get. I've just got to get in and have a good night. Hopefully that'll be tonight. Uh, get those photos done and then smash out the video over the weekend. I said I'm probably a little bit behind because I was trying to get that road and that sort of fell over. So hopefully by the weekend I should have pretty much something done. Next two nights, because I don't have the show, um, I'll be able to definitely focus on that a bit more and get into it early and smash something out, which is pretty easy to do when you've got the MacBook 16. That's uh, made life so much easier. I've probably said it a million times that, but it makes a massive difference. Uh, I can't say it enough. If you're going to be doing a YouTube channel and you want to know where to spend all your money, Spend it on the computer. <laughs> Put your big budget item as your computer because the camera really doesn't matter. The the microphones, you can sort of get by and get cheap stuff. But if you're going to sit here in front of a computer for hours, you want something that can make it quicker and your life easier. It definitely makes a massive difference. I've, trust me, <laughs> two odd years of put my poor old 13-inch MacBook uh, which is a 2014, I think, the first SSD, um, to now getting this beast of a thing is just insane. It, just worlds apart in what I can do in the time frame I have, and it lets me get a little bit more sleep. Probably an hour, two hours. Over, so I'm normally getting, normally used to get like three, four hours a night. Sometimes now I'm, I'm pushing out and I'm getting a big six hours if I'm lucky. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so other than that, uh, so hopefully video this week should be okay. There's a couple of nice photos. Um, I did some nice panos of the Milky Way, and I, and I'm 
and they were the ones I said, as I said, I think I said the other day, I wasn't really concentrating. I was trying to help Benny out and trying to, I was just focusing more on that and helping him out, learn his camera and get his stuff sorted. And for whatever reason, my, I did this pano and the stars were just not in focus like they should be. It still looks all right if you look back, but if you pick, uh, pixel peep, it's just, yeah, not as good as I'd like. Um, so I got two of them, two lots of them, and I, yeah, sort of, both of us sort of made this. I don't know what happened. I don't, yeah. I think I just had one of those nights where I just was just enjoying actually being out and not really worried about the photography side. But um, there is a couple of nice shots there that, that have come up pretty good. So I probably won't be my normal 10 or so that I normally chuck up, but I'm going to have at least three or four I can, that are, that are going to look pretty good that I can get to work. So fingers crossed we'll get there. Radio, uh, tech wise, a uh, few things, not a massive amount in there. A uh, few little updates on things. One nice thing I did see in there, if you, I guess, probably going to be a tax lotto win or something like that, or if you get a big tax check or a bonus check or something like that uh, for Christmas. LG, um, first AK TV. Now, they are available in Australia. So I think uh, Boys at Unbox Therapy had it. I don't know how long it's been out for, but it looks like it's been out for a little bit because it is available through Harvey Norman in Australia as well. Uh, but a nice bit of kit, uh, LG 75 Nan 099, that's the model number, 8K TV, 75 inches. Holy bundy, that was insane. Uh, Dolby Atmos, so like all the, this thing's got everything you could. It's not an OLED one, but with that 8K, it's pretty darn good. So it'll do, it, now it's really, it's also set up for gaming as well. So it'll do 4K, 120 frames a second. Um, so it's PlayStation, Xbox ready to go if you want a game in a big time. It'll upscale. So if, you've only, if you're only watching 4K or 1080p, it's got all the LG technology in there with the processors and stuff. Um, <clears throat> they'll upscale it up to 8K. So if it was 1080, it's going to probably look like 4K. If it's 4K, it's probably going to look like 6K or something. It's going to look good. It, it will make it look good. Now, the, uh, it's got pretty much a bit of everything. Three USB slots, so you could easily add in everything you need in regards to your Apple TVs and stuff. It does have that natively, pretty much like most LGs do, um, <clears throat> going back many, many years. They're, they're really, really good TV. I've had LGs, I guess, since I was 21, which was only two TVs, <laughs> uh, a flat screen, an old... 58 centimeter flat screen when they come out the flatron and that was awesome and i think it only died last year so from like 1995 it lasted to like 2019 it was only mace house in his shed weighed about 40 kilos but it was a friggin amazing tv it was one of the first tvs i remember when i bought it, it cost me 1500 bucks it was just insane it was like three weeks wages this insane signal no, is a 68 center 68 centimeter lg flatron uh but you could stand on the sides and and see the whole picture it was like wow <laughs> it, was, it was awesome uh that was back in playstation one days and it got smashed so yeah like that lasted so a big fan of lg and their tv range our last tv that jack smashed with his bells <laughs> uh was a 55 inch lg and that amazing tv and all that sort of technology is still in this one so it's an awesome bit of kit 
It's also got four HDMI slots as well. Um, I don't know why you'd need four HDMI, but uh, definitely all good. It's got cinema, HDR. It's, we talked about the 8K upscale. It's a 4.2 channel, 60 watt stereo system in it. It will do Bluetooth surround. It said it's Dolby Atmos as well, so you can, if you're going to get something this big, I'm assuming you're going <clears> to <throat> get your center speaker and get a good Dolby system that you can plug in to get that full effect, uh, especially with how it is. Now you need to sit reasonably close. What the boys were saying, you sort of lose the effect as you go back too far, and probably I don't know about six six feet, seven feet away was it seemed to be the prime range, which seems like pretty close for a seventy-five inch. But then again, you're sort of paying for a big TV. If you're going to be all the way back, you don't. Why would you buy a big TV? You you sort of want to get that big feeling, especially 8K, to see all those details. Uh, it does have uh, full array dimming as well, um, and that worked pretty well. Uh, it went through the blacks. They had a couple of eight. They put a couple of 8K images up from YouTube, and YouTube does support uh, 8K already. And there are a few things that you can go on there if you want to watch some stuff. They had a video of Tokyo at night, which was pretty cool. It's like drone shots or stuff. And looked looked really, really nice. Uh, the blacks are really black. No, none of that ghosting. There's none of that edging, that sort of white sort of mist you get on the edges with it. That's when they're not OLEDs. Um, but, yeah, look, fantastic quality. Uh, Bluetooth. Surround sound, and we said Wi-Fi 802, and it's what it is a Bluetooth 5.0 system, 43 kilos, so 75 inch TV. It's a massive TV. Comes with stand. Uh, it does have vase mount, so you can definitely get that. Uh, it's a, the 400 by 400 version. It's probably important because if you've got something existing up on the wall and you want to know if you can just bolt it on, which is ideal, uh, because you don't want to be drilling new holes or new mounts. The mount, those vase mounts can cost a, at least a couple of hundred bucks once you get to that size. So they're, they're not cheap either. Um, but it's a 400 by 400, I think, from memory. So definitely that should be pretty good. It's probably the best way to have it, I'd say, up on the wall so you can really sort of get that full cinema feel on your lounge. Seven grand Australian, which is pretty darn good. Um, look, I've got to say, I was pretty surprised with the price. For a 75-inch 8K telly, I would have picked around the 15 grand mark. Uh, I remember when they just brought out the 4K TVs, like your 70 and 80-inch tellies were 20 up to the 20 grand Australian mark. Uh, easily, like that's the technology has got so like in the TV, it must be just so cutthroat in that. Seven grand for that, that is pretty bloody insane so um i guess the cost per inch is like down to a thousand bucks every 10 inches so that's that's a pretty good deal man um that's not sort of like ultra rich person's tv anymore that's the like in the realm of well i could probably save up over a couple of years wait till this tv cacks it in if that if get an insurance or something get an insurance check for the last TV or something like that well then you could dump that on that and pay another 3 grand well then you got you've got this massive monster TV that's going to last another 10 to 20 years or at least 10 years anyway until 12k becomes the norm so you look pretty wild TV definitely work one go check out if you are looking for a massive TV <laughs> um Apple look Apple is Still battling with Fortnite. We knew about that. It's in actual court at the moment. 
Uh, Apple's claiming Epic of, or basically called out Epic and say they were shoplifting. Uh, Epic basically fired back with a tweet on basically with a Fortnite character in a cat burglar suit and sort of giving it to him and going, you're bloody kidding, aren't you? Uh, yeah, so it's 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 a tit for tat. It's backwards and forwards. That's ongoing. So, yeah, Microsoft has jumped in and they've sided with Fortnite and Epic Games. So, look, it's I think we've talked about it every night this week, but it is a big deal. It's getting bigger. Um, the new Marvel systems come up now. That's now live. The new season of Fortnite started. So anyone on Apple or in the Apple ecosystem pretty much can't use their products to play this new season. So that's a huge deal, A, for Epic for because they, they could lose possible users, um, B, for those people that have spent thousands of dollars on Apple products and now because of some, well, I hate to say it, some bullshit, childish, tit-for-tat, uh, schoolyard, Win session between two big billion dollar companies. Like, get over it, guys. You're billionaires. Apple's a friggin' trillionaires and they're whinging about friggin' money. Like, first world issues, get over it. These people that are playing these games that are looking for something to escape, they've stuck, been stuck home for four months with this COVID crap. They want something to do. Some of these kids, this is their business. Um, this is their career, this is their game, professional gamers. For whatever reason, if they're on Apple and they've spent the extra money to be on Apple and now you, you're stopping them from doing what they want to do with their computer, like that's pretty rude, Apple. Um, I think the government really, US government needs to step in here and look, just probably pull both their heads in and tell them to just get over it. Um, it's affecting more than... All they're worried about is bottom line. They're not worried about the people that actually use the stuff. So it's getting to a bit of a joke point, and I think both of them are being really, really childish. Tim Cook, mate, I think you and whatever from Fortnite, I think the principal, which has to be the US government, needs to pull them both into the principal's office and either give them both the cane and give them a good touch-up or expel them both and kick them both out of being CEOs with someone else in there that's going to make a decision so their customers benefit because it's about your customers. It's not about you and your frigging profit. Both of you can afford to not either have the 30% or get the 30%. So, like, just get over it, get on with it, let these people get back to enjoying the fun stuff, enjoying this great that great game and doing what they do. So, anyway, that's I think that's probably all I'll say about it. It's, it's just... Yeah, it's very painful to watch, unfortunately. Now, on the good side of Apple, um, we all know about their amazing stores that they do. Uh, it's been one of their trademarks for since they've started. The New York store, I've been to that a few times. It's, a fan, it's, like, it's fantastic. It looks amazing. Well, Singapore's now just had a new one open up. They've got a couple of stores. Singapore's an amazing place. If you've never been, it's a beautiful, beautiful city. Uh, so much to do. Now, they've it's at the... Uh, Marina Bay Sands, and it's on the water. It's a floating Apple store. So it's basically a, a big dome, glass dome with um, tinted tinted glass. It's got the Apple logo on it. It's sitting on top of the water. You can access it either through the walkway, which is right at the Marina Bay Sands, or you can go through the shopping mall underneath the water into the shop. So look, look, it looks amazing. 
I'll have it on the thumbnail, but definitely go check it out. You can Google it. It looks pretty awesome. And if you are going to Singapore, I think it's definitely worth, well, it's definitely a great photo opportunity. Uh, just remember, they do do a great fireworks show down at the Marina Bay Sands. So sort of tee it in with that because I think it'll look really good at night um, with the city background lit up with the fireworks and you can get the Apple Store on the water. So it's definitely one to chuck on your uh, landmarks to go and see while you're in Singapore. And yeah, look, Apple, good work. That's what we want from you. We don't need the bickering and the arguing over money. So good and the bad there from Apple. So cool. And last one, a heap of stuff from Canon. So it's going to shoot through this. Now, we got the firmware update from the R5 and the R6. Now, that's gone reasonably pretty well. Um, I watched Jared Poland did his overheating, over, overheating, overheating testing today, uh, and that was pretty positive. He was getting uh, 30 minutes out of the 4K in a controlled room. For some reason, I had it at a... 74 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like 23 degrees inside a room, which is to me is insane. I'd, I'd be stripping down to be jocks if it was that hot in a room. Um, but look, that's the that's their testing range. That's what they did. Same as the last one. I think without the new firmware, it was like 19 minutes at 8K. And with the firmware, it got up to like 32 minutes or something. So look, big, big differences. Between the two or three guys that have done the, the uh, new testing with the firmware that can and give it to them early, uh, look, there's some real positives out of it. Uh, the 4K, again, some lot, lots of good stuff out of that side. Outside, in the heat, it was still struggling and suffered still, but there was a lot of positives coming about stuff that's actually indoor away from direct sunlight and heat. So, look, it's pretty good in that regard. So... Adding on to that, the, they've announced some more firmware updates that be already coming out over Canon has got a heap of stuff. Uh, in the next one, we should see Canon Log 3 get dumped in, and that's in. This is also the R5, R6, and the 1DX Mark 3 are all going to be getting a bit of a firmware update for the next one. They'll all get CL3. Uh, the 1DX is going to get low, uh, low bitrate 5.5K raw video as well chucked into it and low bit rate for all IPB modes. So that's really good for the 1DX3. The R5 is going to get the low bit rate bit mode road for 8K and 120 frames per second at 1080, which it as everyone said, it should have already had that. Well it's going to get it. It should be coming in the next firmware update. So there's another positive there for the R5. I know it's been copying a flogging. Uh, I still think Still think, even with this, that the Sony is in way in front. It's got no record limits for the 4K 120. I think it does the 240. It's it, Yeah, I think still Sony's going to be pegging it uh, for video, but I think this still makes it, or this, this new firmware that will be coming out is going to make that R5 a, definitely a more viable option and not something to avoid. It's now something that once that's in there and it's been tested and going well, well, hey, look, this might be now worth worth the, all that cash, that six grand, seven grand that you have to put up front for it. So definitely worth checking out. No, no, no dates on when that's coming, but they're working on it now. So hopefully before Christmas, which is probably not a bad time period because they're still waiting for cameras to come out if you are waiting for one now, you're still going to get delays 
probably at least a couple of months, I'd say. Radio now they've uh, someone found also on Canon Rumors. Someone's found seven patents for some new RF fast glass. Now there's seven different lenses. None of these are locked in. Nothing's confirmed. They don't think uh, Canon Rumors doesn't think they're all going to get through. But they range from a 50 mil 1.8 all the way up to a 300 2.8. Um, you, I would have thought the 50 mil would have been around the 1.2 1.4, not a 1.8. So that was, that's a, again, I don't think these are all locked in. These are just patents for them. Um, whether that's image stabilized or not, we don't know. It was just a basic broad. Well, they've got these seven patents in. This is just a base base spec for it. So look, they're coming. It's a heap of, obviously, a heap of new RF glass coming out. And it looks like a lot of prime stuff coming for them because they've already got that holy trinity of zooms out there. So... If you do have an R6 or an R5 or, well, get ready, or the R or the RP, uh, you have something to look forward to, I guess, in 2021. So I guess that's a, probably a good time period to check it out. Right, now also a new EOS M camera has, oh, excuse me, has come up for certification. No designation. It has a different model number than normal ESM cameras. So I think it's like a DS instead of a LP or something in the model number. So that it's a little bit strange. They're thinking it might be because it's going away from the PowerShot group. We don't know what it is. All we know is it's using the same LPE12 battery. So it's going to be that same M family as the M50, the M6, um, and all those uh, bad boys. We're going to have something in that similar sort of form factor that's going to same size that's going to be using the battery. So whether it's the M50 Mark II or this new premium model, we're not quite sure. I'm going to head. I'm going to throw throw a chance at here. I reckon it's going to be the M50 Mark II because I don't think they're going to be adding. I think I've said this to you before. I don't think they're going to add too much into the new M50 Mark II. I think they're going to uncrop the 4K and they'll probably add some other little features to it. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a full full body overhaul. I think they're going to do that with this premium model they're talking about. Now, they reckon it's going to be coming out pretty soon. So I think, yeah, you'll get maybe a C-Log 1 or 2 in there. You'll get that no-crop 4K. Hopefully, they get rid of the record limits for that. That would be awesome. And maybe, a, I, don't, I don't think they'll do any body changes myself. They may up the EVF quality. They may up the LCD quality. But I think this one's might be going to be more internal stuff just to keep that price down and keep it in that golden area that it is now. So I think that is what this one's going to be. I think you might see an announcement later in the year about this premium M7 replacement for the 7D series, APS-C, uh, top of the range, and that's going to be when you're going to get all your different modes. You may get a, a some more high-speed high, some high speed stuff chucked in there. I'm not sure, but I think that that could come in the M50. But again, that's software stuff. It's not going to be physical. I think the physical will come with a premium one, and that'll be announced later this year, ready for 2021 which is probably not a bad thing. Uh, there's a lot happening in the market at the moment and people are a bit tight on funds. A premium camera out, they've just released the R5 and R6. A little bit of gap between premiums, 
probably not a bad thing and give them a chance to get some premium glass to come out with it. So that's my thoughts on that one. And that's about it. Friday, we're done and dusted. Uh, should have a video out over the weekend. Keep an eye on your thing. If you haven't, you don't normally see what's coming up, you have to go check. Just hit the bell. I think that'll let you notify when I've put another day, another vlog up. Or if you haven't gone and watched one of the photo videos and you want to kick back and relax and have a glass of red tonight, check out the lovely Pilbara or Marga River coastline and yeah, have a laugh at me. <laughs> right there, guys. I'll catch you all on Monday. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay sane and stay COVID-free. Okie doke. See you then. We'll be going this way. That way, I'll catch you on Monday. Peace.